Hello, and welcome to Como Explained, the podcast from the KBIA newsroom that breaks down the complicated issues and curious questions you have about the place we live. I'm Abigail Keel, and today with me in the studio is my co-host, Jack Howard. Hello. Today, we're here to talk about something that probably every listener in Colombia has come face to face with. It's a pretty serious issue. Um, it involves danger. It involves dun, 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 dun. roads. So, Jack, um, do you want to tell us what it is? And we've raised the suspense. And today, we're talking about trucks, delivery trucks, and all the delivery vehicles that bring you Chipotle and all of your favorite 9th Street and downtown delights. That's right. Um, so... You've probably all been here, but we're going to take you through it again. So imagine you're driving down 9th Street, headed away from campus. It's midday, you're listening to KBIA 91.3 FM, and then you come up to Elm Street. All of a sudden, the cars in front of you start to stop. And you look up, and you see the big red flashing lights of a semi-truck. We've all been there. Right there in front of Chipotle at 11 o'clock on a Tuesday. It stopped to make a delivery. And you wait your turn to merge into the oncoming traffic lane. You attempt not to hit those pedestrian students and cyclists crossing every which way. You see an angry person sitting in a parking spot that's been blocked in by this truck. And you just think to yourself, what is up with this? Is this even allowed? Why is there a semi-truck blocking traffic in the middle of downtown? And why is everyone in my way? That's right, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Why do delivery vehicles double park on busy downtown streets? But what I don't get is how this is even legal. It's kind of complex. There's not really a piece of city code that explicitly states that trucks, like, are not allowed to make deliveries and park in the middle of the street to do that. There are a few pieces of municipal code that say that leaving a vehicle running while it's unattended is not allowed and that parking in a way that blocks traffic is not allowed. But those codes don't, you know, specify that this is for trucks or cars or whatever. They're just kind of all about, you know, city laws, city on the city streets. So the short answer is it's not really legal, but the long answer is it's a little bit more complicated than that. So the short answer is no, not really. But what I don't get is I'm not seeing those yellow slips, those yellow envelopes that are usually on the dashboards of all the students. Like, why, 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 why is that not happening to them? I, sh- I should expect that for how much they break the law. Right. Like, why aren't they getting tickets if they're kind of, like, not, not really? Like, we kind of break the law all the time. And, <laughs> and we, still get, and we get caught 90% of the time. Even though this is a really inconvenient thing, it's kind of something that we can't live without. So police aren't exactly enforcing these rules because otherwise they'd have to be ticketing every delivery vehicle and driver who's delivering beer and food and goods to all the businesses downtown. And then the delivery companies that run those um, trucks would be kind of upset, probably wouldn't want to deliver goods to Columbia anymore. And then all the drivers downtown who are upset about this in the first place would not be happy if their restaurants um, didn't have food or beer. So it's sort of something that I don't think we're really willing to live without are these trucks. And we wouldn't be happy if we didn't have beer either. But, like, why won't these trucks just deliver to the back doors or, like, find some secret compartment to, to get, get the stuff through that we really need and re- we really want and that is in everyone's mutual interest to get in there? Why isn't there another way? Right. Like, you know, at the mall or at like Target, you see these big doors for semis to back up into and deliver all their goods. And and out in the suburbs or like in the newly developed areas, there are spaces for these trucks to drive and back doors for them to go to. But downtown, they would have to go 
through an alley to get to the back door. And that's the real problem here is that Columbia's alleys are not big enough for semi-trucks. I talked with a, a man named Pat Zenner from the Columbia Public Works, and he told me Columbia's alleys downtown are only 15 to 16 feet wide, and a semi-truck needs 18 to 20 feet. And even within that 15 to 16 feet, there's garbage, dumpsters, um, you know, students. students, who knows what's in those alleys. So there's just not enough room for trucks to be coming through. So why would they build an alley if it's not big enough for its use, though? Right. Well, alleys were built back before the days of semi-trucks, Jack. Columbia is older than a lot of the technology we use for deliveries today. So why don't we build bigger alleys? Right. I mean, we are doing a lot of construction downtown. Clearly, we see new buildings going up all the time. But it's it's not really easy to just build a new alley. And sometimes sometimes new construction projects will make adjustments or when they're building a new building, they'll just leave more space in the alley, but they're not really obligated to do that. And Pat Zenner said that that's kind of one of the things on the city's mind in the long, long, long term, like how can we make these alleys more usable for deliveries as construction is taking place downtown? But you know, Jack, this isn't just a problem here in Columbia. I mean, it's happening all over the country and really all over the world. Yeah, I can completely imagine that. When I was in Italy, there was alleys that were like so small that like a larger American couldn't fit through them, not to mention a modern American car. Right, exactly. And and that means there's a lot of people out there with a vested interest in finding solutions to this kind of problem. So what have they come up with? Like, have they figured anything out how to fix this age-old problem? Right. I mean... The way Columbia deals with this problem has been by setting up some guidelines. So business owners from businesses in the district and delivery companies and the police kind of all have this unofficial agreement. They sort of set up some suggestions and guidelines to make deliveries work as easy as possible. And you can see all of these guidelines about deliveries on the district's website. But some of the basic things are that they're encouraging smaller trucks to use alleys when possible. They're asking large trucks not to park two on one block. So if you're a large semi-truck, and you come up, you see there's already a semi-truck there. You're supposed to kind of wait. You're supposed to use side streets rather than 9th Street and 8th Street. And also, large trucks are allowed to park in the center lane on Broadway to make room for through traffic on either side. Uh, I mean, what about the times, though? Like, I feel like they always park just at the worst times, 11 o'clock on a Tuesday. You know, can't they just do it overnight? When I worked at McDonald's, they, they had, like, an overnight crew whose sole job was to bring more hamburgers and stuff like that into the restaurant, and it worked perfectly because there was no one in the restaurant. And I mean, they're open 24-7, so it makes sense. Right. And some businesses that are open all night definitely um, have those kinds of arrangements. And even in some bar- larger cities, they enforce rules like that where you can only deliver between, you know, whatever hours. But in Columbia, it's kind of more a suggestion Trucks are encouraged to come at non-peak times, but that can't always be done. And many establishments aren't open late or all night or early in the morning, and they would have to pay staff to be there at those specific times in the middle of the night to meet delivery vehicles. And that's not really something that a lot of businesses are willing to do. Another possible option for Columbia would be to designate loading zones on the street, and that would kind of mean uh, taking away some metered parking spots and allowing trucks to pull over in that zone on the street. But everybody knows how important parking is downtown. The city would lose revenue from those parking spaces being gone. So it's not really a magic bullet. So if the trucks are the problem, why don't we just ban trucks? 
Right. Um, That's something that actually a lot of cities and kind of like, you know, dudes out there who are really into technology or whatever are thinking about. And um, in some cities, what they do is have a semi-truck kind of meet out in a location outside of the city. Smaller trucks or vans will go meet that big truck. And then those small vehicles will come into the city to make deliveries. In fact, some cities in Europe have even developed a bike delivery system where they have these special bikes with these huge carts and the bikes go meet the semi-truck. They fill their little carts up with packages and then they deliver them via the city streets. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Do you want that job? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't, I don't see that really happening in Colombia anytime soon, though. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of out there, um, and it also costs money. You know, every extra vehicle, driver, biker, whatever, is an added cost to the delivery company, and you know, I, I just, I'm not sure that a lot of companies are willing to take on those costs. So this isn't going away anytime soon, and I should look up from my iPod when I'm. When my iPod, iPod, <laughs> I don't use an iPod, so I should look up. Uh, so I should look up from my iPhone uh, when I'm crossing the street, just in case I can't see, and in case there's a uh, numerous trucks in the way or just one truck. Uh, this isn't going away anytime soon, is it? Yeah, I don't. I don't really think so. Um, it's kind. Of, you know, it's complicated, and there are a lot of sides. There are a lot of interests here, but it does seem like something that's on Colombia's radar. Everybody that we talked to, you know, knew uh, what we were asking about and why. And um, I just don't think there's a, a magic solution here. All right, that's that's so uplifting on this episode. <laughs> that's right. We, you know, we try. Uh, we just try to give you the truth, Colombia. <laughs> the truth. <laughs> All right. So that's the end of our episode. Um, Check us out at KBIA.org for more info on city codes and also a diagram of this issue that we've been talking about. And share this episode on Facebook and Twitter. And subscribe to us on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Thanks.